Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcast, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. To now available on video cassette Friday, March 9th. I think so? Yeah. Friday, March 9th. Welcome. 2018. 2018. I'm Tom. I'm Trevor. And this is your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast where we watch a movie we haven't seen in a long time. But first we talk about it. We don't do research. Watch it. And yeah. Talk about it again. Got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if this is your first time joining us. Trevor, today's a special day. I'll say. Because we got a special guest. Oh, yeah, we do. Today we have straight from Maryland, yep. United States. <laughs> Just a couple of blocks down from your house. <laughs> We've got Samuel Whalen. Sam Whalen. Hi, everybody. This is my voice. It's Sam Whalen's voice. Sam Whalen. Hi, Sam, Sam, how do we know each other? Tom, you and I have known each other for quite a while. Years. You're, years and years. You're one of the first people that I met when I moved to Frederick. I used to go to Joni's Carroll Street Cafe to do... My, my father would drive me there, Tom Whalen. He would drive me there to do poetry at an open mic there. And it was there that I met uh, Andrew Brommel, Joe Gillette, and Tom Hunger. Jur. Hunger. <laughs> See, years and years we've, we've known, known each, each other, other Tom. So, <laughs> so I met I met T.O.M. Hunger at uh, Tony's Carroll Street Cafe. And um, Tom, uh, you taught me my first piano chords. You taught me a lot about music. What now, was the first chord? I, I I don't recall. It was uh it was it was it was a major. Was it a C major? Probably. It was probably definitely Mostly a white C keys. major. Yeah, yeah. Start yeah. with the white keys. Yeah, um, you taught me about like four chords on the piano and I kind of wrote something that was like my first song on an instrument and that was a really inspiring experience that I had with you and now years later I'm happy to say that I'm a delightfully mediocre piano. Well, player. hey, you Still taught quiet. me how to love. Yeah. No, wow. truly, truly. We've had many a conversation. We were in a band together. We were a bit in a band together uh, called Silent, Silent Old, Old Mountains. Mountains. And you're still in that band. I am still in you that band. You guys are still playing. Yeah, and it's honestly your uh, influence and subtle uh, sense of fraternity and brotherhood that oh. has raised me into the musician I am today. Well, so did you guys found kind of, that's, the quiet... That's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> did you found the quiet mountains together? No, t- Tom... You, were Tom, you brought on? Tom was a part of the initial three, the dynamic three of Pat Acuna, Andrew Brommel, and Tom. Um, I happened to have a car. I happened to own a silver Saturn at the time. And so I insisted on driving to rehearsals. And thank goodness I had that car because I was able to (laughs) to sneak my way into their hearts with absolutely no musical experience. No, I remember there was, so Sam would start out uh, sets by, uh, or like he would do uh, spoken word 
with us during like before sets, like in the middle of sets. And then I remember the the first time uh, Sam ever did a full show with us, you weren't playing banjo at this point, but you just asked if you could just stay up there and dance the whole time. And I did. And that's what you did. And that was here at the Maryland Ensemble Theater where we, we record the podcast. There, there's definitely footage of it. Uh, yeah. I didn't uh, see you guys until your, your return from your hiatus. Yeah. And, right. Uh, July 11th. And I still, to this day, I, think that your name might be Spaceman Ricky. You are amongst a lot of people who think that. Like, I've definitely heard, like, when we've played shows, that guy Ricky, he's pretty that wild. Ricky. <laughs> yes, damn. There was a, there w- there's a poem I used to do where I would declare loudly that my name was Spaceman Ricky. But it's not. It's Sam Whalen. It's been Sam Whalen since I was born. But when you tell people that your name is Spaceman Ricky, people will think that that's your name. That's true, and that's a, a, quite a lesson that I've learned, that if you tell people your name's something else, they'll think that that's think your name. your name. And actually, I just realized I just said something false. My name wasn't Sam Whalen since I was born. My name was Patrick for the first couple of days of my life. What? Yeah, my mother was in a, a, a birth-induced stupor for a couple of days. As and, many tend to be, yeah, after pushing I, a I, human I, out of their... I, I guess there was <laughs> some cross-wires. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was some cross wires, and there was some birth announcements with Patrick Martin Whalen. Wow. And, Patrick yeah, Martin. but my, my mother, my dear mother, Serena, she had a dream while she was building me inside of her guts that um, <laughs> an angel presented a tiny baby boy on a blue blanket and said, this baby's named Samuel. And so when she snapped out of her cesarean stupor, she was like, this kid's named Sam. JK, not Patrick. <laughs> JK, not Patrick. It's Sam. Sam. <laughs> But yeah, is your middle name still the same? My middle name is still Martin, which okay. is my uh, my grandmother Alma's maiden name, Alma Martin, cool. and it eventually became Alma Whalen. She uh, begot Thomas Whalen, and that's my father. Well, you know, when you're if you're out there and you can't uh, think of a name for your kid, uh, and you're listening, just have patience because patience is a virtue, and. Just name your Wait, kid Patience. Hold on a sec. If, if Patience is a virtue, that kind of that reminds me of something. Wow. What's a that? movie from the 90s. What? That Say what? Samuel Whalen, <laughs> our guest, wanted to do today. Oh, my goodness. What was that movie, Sam? It's a Warriors of Virtue. The Warriors, Warriors of, of virtue. virtue. Now, get, let me get this straight. This is about martial arts having uh, elemental powers, kangaroos. Yes, that's precisely correct, Tom. Wait, All how right. did you get kangaroos out of the out of the title Warriors of Virtue, Tom? Because you, well, you know, vague memories of, of how did you know there are kangaroos involved. This is one of the vaguest remembered, vaguely remembered like films of my childhood. I I spent a lot of time running around pretending to be an elementally powered <laughs> martial arts kangaroo. With my friend Matt Norris, and we watched this movie together, and I remember there was action figures and stuff like that, but I feel like this film may hold the distinction in the pantheon of all of your episodes of, like, I don't remember anything about good. this movie. That's good. good. That's going to be really good when we get to the part where you rehash the whole plot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, so I actually never saw this movie. Really? Uh, but I remember it distinctly. I remember trailers for it. I remember really wanting to see it because, let's face it. Uh, it was right up my alley, uh, you know, and probably yours too, since we loved anthropomorphized, you know, 
uh, turtles mainly. Turtle, yeah, turtles, but yeah. also we had street sharks. Yeah, we oh, had yeah, they were you great. know all kinds of uh, you know, uh, but we had the biker mice from, from Mars. Mars. Mm. Uh, so when I saw kangaroos that not only did martial arts but also had elemental powers, goodness gracious! They taught us about all of the elements on the periodic. This table. was a pre-Pokemon Earth. society. <laughs> yeah, yeah, water. Yeah. Fire, Einsteinium, metal, heart. I imagine. I think heart is in there. I, the thing about this movie is, like, I've had some time to mull it over. Uh, like, it definitely. There's two. There's two schools of thought here. One is that someone who was a writer wrote stories in school, was applauded by their parents, went to <laughs> writing college and got a <laughs> writing college degree. They were like, I have a passion. I have a story in my heart. And the story I need to tell is about these kangaroos in a magical land. And his name was J.J. Abrams. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. And, um, or, okay, on the other hand, there was a large production company that's like, hey, guys, it's the 90s. Let's take everything from everything else that children enjoy right now, and let's just make some money off of this, y'all. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it, it has, like, so many tropes of, like, a team of, like, martial arts, and it's like, yeah, like you said, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. like, it jumps right in from that. And I bet it's got a, I bet it's got a kid with, like, some daddy issues. Who's, or, like, the chosen kid. Is he like, the chosen kid? Like, the never-ending story type chosen I bet one. He's like, you know what? I bet he gets, I bet Betrayed. he skips school. Yeah. Because he's trying to avoid bullies, and he Goes gets to Australia. sucks into some kind of portal. Okay, uh, I, re- the, I remember the beginning. Is there a portal? The, the, Yes, there's there's yes, totally uh, a guess. portal. Love <laughs> portals in the nineties. No, yeah, there's a portal. That, How are we gonna get there? Yeah, throw in a portal. Yeah, no. Throw so it's portal. like it's really like this is like trope heavy. Like everything that's happened in any other movie. Like, but no one thinks about warriors of virtue. Like I've been bringing up the fact that I'm coming on this podcast because I've been very excited to do so, and everyone's like, "What movie are you doing?" And I say, "Warriors of virtue," and people either get real stoked about it or have no idea what I'm talking Blake. about. And I'm like, "Like, is this movie? Can it really be that good if nobody remembers it?" Like, well, it's also, as I mentioned before we started, impossible to find. There's no way to rent it digitally. Yeah, and for whatever reason, the DVD is forty dollars, which seems like that's bonkers. Yeah, no, it's clearly. Deeply loved by uh, limited uh, run. Yeah, I mean it's by whoever saw it. I guess because I I didn't see, it, but I remember I really wanted to. But I think by the time it came out, my mom had taken me to three too many Ninja Turtle movies, <laughs> and she was done. She was done. Yeah, I mean, like I don't I don't know I don't know how beloved this movie is. I think the people who saw it are really pumped on it. Just because they haven't revisited it, because they don't have forty extra dollars laying around. Yeah, yeah. I, this movie for me, when you brought it up, I I don't think I ever saw the whole thing. This movie occupies a place in my psyche that's sort of like Shazam with yeah. Sinbad, in that I didn't know that it. I don't think it existed. Yes, because it's not Kazam. As we all know, does exist in this version of our universe. Kazam, you're talking about the Sinbad, the Sinbad genie movie, movie, which not 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 the made up one with Shaq. (laughs) Kazam, (laughs) no, 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 no. Yeah, Shazam with Sinbad, and he's a secret service agent. He's got to protect the president's kid. So yeah, in my mind, (laughs) this this movie was 
maybe in a different version of the universe. Like this this movie was like a fever was, dream that you had. Yeah. Or something like that. And I like think that. I may have seen it in a fever dream and because I think the only time I ever saw this movie was maybe like staying home sick and, and it was on TNT. And, like I, and I was in and out of consciousness. <laughs> TNT feels like the network that would have had Warriors of Before they knew drama. Before they... <laughs> so you're saying that this... <laughs> This movie doesn't know drama. Well, I'm sure that it does. Okay. okay. So, uh, t- Sam. Yes? Give us give us the rundown. Give us the Wikipedia entry plot synopsis. Okay, the Wikipedia entry plot synopsis. Because I feel like we could go there right now, and if there isn't one, we could write it. And whatever we say, <laughs> no one could question us. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Real fast. Because we were, we were going to be podcast trailblazers real fast. <laughs> Have you opened your kombucha yet? No. Here. Are you trying oh, yeah, to do that yeah. on micro fast? Yeah, we should probably do this uh, before you start. The this is, I have almost no contribution to this movie since I don't remember really watching it. So instead I'm going to consume kombucha for the first time. Your host. Kombucha. Your beloved host, Trevor, has never enjoyed kombucha before. A bubbly probiotic tea. As, what, as everyone What flavor did you get? I got pink lady apple. Ooh. Yeah, kombucha <laughs> flavor. You made. know I'm going to need a sip of that. Yeah, you can have a sip. <laughs> You're not, it's in like a tonic bottle. Yeah, do it. It looks like a potion. It almost like I've, so. This was one of my thing about kombucha. Oh, it doesn't pop. I thought uh, it would pop. It was like it almost. Yeah, it's got almost has like a snake oil appeal to it. It smells like apple cider vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Oaky finish. Medium body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Viscosity mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, it tastes kind of like apple cider vinegar. Does it taste um, healthy? Yeah, it does. It tastes like I should be getting health from this. I'm going to keep on going. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tasting those probiotics? Do you feel the bacteria making you healthier? I feel it making me, kind of like swelling me up a little bit. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's uh, swelling and then uh, no, I shrinking. I didn't read the, uh, th- there's a little warning here at the bottom. Kombucha should not be consumed if left unrefrigerated. For an extended period of also, time. Also, you don't know yet because it continues to ferment. Um, I, there was one <laughs> that got left in my pantry for, for like a month, and I tried to open it and it just poof, exploded everywhere. Yeah. Also, if you're not used to drinking kombucha, you shouldn't drink that whole bottle probably. Trace amounts of alcohol, small pieces of culture. Pieces of culture. Pieces yeah. of so, culture. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is the new segment on the show called uh, Booch a Break with... Uh, taking a booch break. Tra- taking a booch break <laughs> with my bros. This so is I shouldn't be drink this whole thing. Uh, well, I did the first time. <laughs> I was fine. It but, didn't say no. But, uh, no, but like when I went, I went and bought a kombucha from a uh, uh, little market down the street and... Uh, the lady was like, oh, uh, so do you like this brand? I was like, uh, yeah, you know, I just started drinking like a week ago. And she's like, you want to did, did you uh, did you drink the whole bottle the first time? And I said, yeah. And she just looked at me like, and you didn't die? You're alive? <laughs> <laughs> You're you the just chosen one. So intensely healthy that you immediately pass on your... Your body vibrates into oh, yeah. nothing. That's a pretty good booch. It's a good. It's a good batch of booch. Yeah, Tom knows a little more about booch. Yeah, I'm a, like a boochasaur. Mm-hmm. Boochasaurus Rex. All right. Uh, Wikipedia plot entry of the Warriors of Virtue. Warriors. Of, thank you for joining us on that booch break. Okay. Yeah, that was real special. I feel really good about being a part of that. So, Warriors of Virtue. It opens up on this kid. 
In my memory, his name is Mario. Now, that is probably not at all true. Does he jump? No, uh, no. I think the actor's name is Mario. Does he get ups? I, I don't I don't know. And I don't know if, like, the We're actor... getting a thumbs up from our producer, Doug Grove, that the, the name is... The actor's name is Mario. The actor's name is Mario. Okay, because for the longest time, in it's my Mario memory... Mario Lopez. I thought it was Elijah Wood, because he's an Elijah Wood-looking kid. Oh, I bet. Like, uh, like, just like this movie is based off of a thousand other tropes of, like, successful existing, like, franchises... The kid himself is based off of like several <laughs> other successful kids. Just, like he's and 90s kid. He's 90s kid, yeah. and he has like his hair parted in the middle oh, and like a yeah. flannel tied around his waist. Oh yeah, the we other, all do. Right. The now. other distinction yeah. about our friend Mario, um, he has a he has an issue with one of his legs. Like he has a Forrest Gump. In my memory, he has a Forrest Gump style leg brace. He's got magic legs. <laughs> no, no, I think it's just. <laughs> Standard infirmed leg. Okay. <laughs> like, and so, yeah, he is bullied. And I, I don't remember if it opens in a school or not, but the first thing I remember is that he and some of his friends have been peer pressured by, like, some cool bully kids who, like, have, like, denim jackets or leather jackets to go trespass <gasps> at this water tower. I'm pretty sure there's... Okay, so there's a water tower, right? And so they go to the water tower, they climb inside the water tower, which is totally a thing people can do, which is go inside of water towers, and there's... there's water in there. I I might be... This might be an entirely different movie that I'm remembering. I think this is the beginning of Never Ending Story Part 3. It might very well be. It might very well be. But here, let me tell you the beginning of Warriors of Virtue slash Never Ending Story Part 3. They're in the water tower, and there's a pipe. That goes over this swirling vortex of water uh-huh. because everyone knows that's what the inside of water towers right. are. I remember it, this in the trailer now. Okay, there yeah. was like a pipe over like a swirling vortex of water, and like one of the cool kids is like walks across it like tightrope style, and everyone's like, Oh, come on, Chad. Oh, you got this, Chad. And Chad kind of slips, and everyone's like, Whoa. Really but then hope. Chad like runs across and he's fine. And he's like, Look, I'm tough. I'm Chad. Chad. And is he's named Chad? Or is it, no, it's just a general. No, one of the bullies. This yeah, is one no, of the bad Everyone kids. was bullied by someone named Chad at some point Chad. in life. Yeah, come on, Chad. Hey, if you're a good Chad out there, send us an email at nowavailableov at gmail.com. Or if you're a reformed Chad. Yeah, or, yeah a reformed Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chad, I'm trying to hang out, man. I need to find me a hanging Chad. Anyway, um, so Mario... He gets peer pressured by the the group of kids around him, including, I think he has some of his own timid friends there that are like, Mario, Mario, you don't got to do this, man. He's like, yes, I do. I have an infirmed leg and poor social standings, so I need to figure this out. So Mario gets onto the pipe, and he starts traversing his way over the swirling water vortex, and on, on the way, I don't remember if the pipe breaks or if he slips due to his strange infirmed leg, but he falls into the water vortex. <gasps> Chad freaks out. His timid friends freak out. Chad's cronies all freak out. Like freak out because and they're all like, "Wow, wow!" Well, they're just—it's like we we murdered this kid. We killed Mario. <laughs> like Mario's dead. Like. So Mario goes down the drain, is what you're telling me. He goes down the drain, but it turns out to be a warp pipe. Uh, So he, like, so there's, like, glowing and stuff like that, and he, he, I don't, okay, I feel like he falls from the sky into a forest, and he lands in a forest, and he's very confused. He's like, oh my gosh, I I thought I I I would, like, yeah, this is the afterlife, I've clearly just died. Yeah, I died in a water tower. But he stands up, 
he's in the forest and he like looks around. The trees are magical looking. I don't know. It seems to be just a standard forest at this point. But the first thing that Moria notices is that his leg is no longer infirm. His leg what? is fine. What? Yeah, his leg is fine, and he does, like, a cool little hip-hop dance, and he starts doing oh, the running yeah. man and stuff, oh, and, yeah. like, kicking up leaves, and he's like, ha, 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 everything's great, my leg is fine. Probably in heaven. Yeah, but it's like, this is definitely the afterlife. So, okay, so he's in the woods, and he's hanging out, and this is, as I remember it, we are reaching we're reaching the point in the film where I no longer remember That's anything. fine. So, okay, there, he... Gets caught in a net. He steps into a booby trap uh, and it gets scooped up into the air. Okay. And all of a sudden, these these bad guys in dark black armor, they're dressed very conventionally in like fantasy are style. Are they, kangar- are they kangaroos? Like bad guy. They're not kangaroos. These are bad guys. They're these are bad guys stacks. with spears. They're not sleeve stacks. They are they are people. They are they are men in armor, humans who work in the service of the evil Komodo. Now I'm getting Whoa. to that. Wait, is this a reptilian? No, okay. well, kind of Sounds something like, like that. I, I don't remember. Tom. I, well, I just gotta say, like, <laughs> entertainment for family and kids was just rich and and with with uh, the reptilian agenda. Oh yeah, undertones. No, for sure. In the 90s. And just imagery in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Komodo. So, so okay. So he's in the net. The bad guys come, start prodding him and being very rude to him and what have you. And he doesn't understand, like, what's, what's happening. Enter some saviors. All of a sudden, there's, like, very quick whooshing and, like, quick, like, like dark nut style. Dark nut. Dark, dark, you remember Dark, dark Nut Rising. with yeah. Christian Bale? I wasn't allowed to watch that movie. <laughs> But um, just really quick snaps of fight scenes, and he doesn't know what's going on. All of a sudden, the bad guys in the dark armor who are being very rude to him are beaten up, or they run away, like, terrified or something like that. And he gets cut down. He gets cut down from the net, and he's like, who is this? Who are my? Who are these people who saved me? And I, I, like, I don't remember if he's, like, grateful or not, but I, kn- I feel like he sees that we, we get our first glimpse of a kangaroo, uh, like standing, right? Like now, in my memory, these kangaroos looked super tight. Like, well, uh, they were like practical effects. Yeah, really yeah. yeah. Up, I, I like, looked kangaroos. up a little bit, and yeah, like I watched the trailer a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, uh, the practical effects on that, like definitely like animatronic faces and stuff, mm-hmm. but also kind of you know, uh, kind of terrifying. No, absolutely. <laughs> but why are they kangaroos, though? Now, I feel like at some point... Because turtles were taken. <laughs> turtles, turtles were taken. Yeah. That's probably exactly and, it. Is there toxic ooze involved? No, we're, we're in a magical fantasy. Elemental this is, it's, I believe it's the creatures. land of Tau. The land of Tau. Okay. Like I think you're right. Yeah, I guess. Something okay. like that. And um, so he is terrified by the fact that these are kangaroos, like as any reasonable Moria would be. Yeah. And I feel like he tries to run away, and then then it gets very foggy for me. Here are the other points in the thing that I remember. So there's kangaroos, there's a team, and I feel like there's four of them. There is water, and he is like the level-headed, like, Leonardo type. He has a sword that is kind of, like, made of water. I don't Now, I don't remember... Cool. 
I don't like they all have their own special elemental weapon. I don't remember if they have them for the whole film or if there's some point where like the plot turns and they are imbued with their weapons, but there's the water guy, he's the level-headed Leonardo. Yeah. There's the fire guy, he's the Raphael. <laughs> yeah, he's hot. I, yeah, I bet he's a hothead. Now, what I remember yeah. about the fire guy is that he has ropes. Sparking cool. ropes? Now, I don't know if this is correct. That's a cool episode. But he just has, like, some sparking ropes that he whiffs around. Well, that would sound like electricity now, there's, to there's me. there's one female kangaroo, and she, I don't remember if it's Earth, or if it's Heart, or perhaps just Cherry Blossoms, but, like, her elemental power involves her dancing and flowers falling upon her. So there's a uh, lady roo. There's a lady roo. And then there's a metal roo, and he metal. is the Groot... Style, like style character, seems he, like a vest, like a cool yes, he has a he has, yeah, yeah, he has a metal like chain vest, and he has a ring that is like his metal ring, and he doesn't speak for the most of the film. Okay, like he doesn't speak, and they're like something happened to him when he was little or something <laughs> like that. I don't know if the kangaroos are all brothers or sisters. I something nasty. I feel like there, and I feel like there's no other kangaroos in the land of Tao, and like the fact that like these kangaroos are specifically like the chosen ones to be this like fighting force. And I don't know if they have a splinter. I do. Do each of them represent a specific virtue? See, I don't remember this either. I so, what, so what, when you guys hear the word virtue and virtues, like you know, patience is a virtue, like I did in the stupid segue. What, like, are there other virtues that you I guys? Think, well, I think of Aristotle and virtue ethics. Okay, yeah. so like, but what are some other virtues that you think of, or that they? So could, there's courage, right? Is okay. one loyalty? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's one. I, see, I don't know. Wis- wisdom, patience, we think we mentioned already. Is wis- Yeah, wisdom is a virtue. Sure, I mean, lots of them. And then there's always, like, opposite versions, and there's extreme versions of them. Right, yeah. Generosity? Like, foolhardiness <laughs> is, like, the extreme version of courage and yeah. fear. Yeah, anyway. Fear, yeah. Is, like, the opposite one. Yeah, so I just, I'm, I'll be interested to see if, if they represent specific ones, you know. I feel like it's possible. I'm the warrior of... of Generosity. Generosity. <laughs> I, I'll give hard, you this workingness. Yes, I'm a yeah. Stick to itiveness. <laughs> yeah. I'm the gumption warrior of tomfoolery. <laughs> oh hey. <laughs> um, Tom fool. So okay. So as I as I mentioned, there's a real bad guy named Komodo. Komodo. And the thing, I really like Komodo as a bad guy because he's really really crazy. Like he doesn't like a lot of the things he does doesn't make any sense. He's sort of like, he's also sort of like gender fluid, but this was like in the nineties, unfortunately. So it was like, this guy's real evil. And like, like, I don't know. It's unfortunate the way he's like represented, but he has like weird, greasy, long hair. And I remember that he, he, he screams a lot, but he doesn't scream. He just kind of goes, Before he like reprimands, he, he just does like like to like unsettle his minions and stuff like oh that. God. He's just like whenever he's upset, he'll just go. <laughs> and uh, so he's chaotic evil. Yeah, no, he's definitely chaotic evil, and I feel like it's kind of a dark crystal sort of scenario where he's like trying to like. There's some sort of essence that he's trying to remove from something. Mm. I don't remember his specific intentions, but I feel like it involves taking life essence for him to be imbued with immortality. Okay. And so... Thing to do. 
So, okay. So, yeah, there's the Komodo. And then uh, Komodo gets, they take him down. They the kid him. goes back he and, you know. He gets his comeuppance. And he realizes, hey, so what? My my bum leg ain't so bad. I can still have friends well, and no, a successful there, there life. Is also, there no, is dead. also a point in the film. Does he go back and his leg is okay? No. Because that would be fucked up. No, 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 no. <laughs> he goes back and his leg is still goofed up. But he's like, peer pressure, schmear pressure, Chad. I don't need to cross this pipe. I'm going to get out of here with my friends. And then Chad's like, I respect that. Hey, (laughs) maybe you were the cool kid all along. Maybe that was a nice virtue, kid. Yeah, whoa. You're very virtuous. The one other thing I remember is that the metal, non-speaking kangaroo... At one point, <laughs> yeah, I know you keep saying the metal kangaroo, and I just think of like a kangaroo wearing a Metallica shirt. Yeah, no, like, the metal kangaroo. Like, He's wearing. Like, <laughs> a metal kind of fucking like Kevin Smith moment, where like a Silent Bob moment. No, where yes. he, like says something real wise at the end. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Of course, like, it's, but it's more of like like a Groot moment where he's just like. We are family. And everyone's like, you know what? We are family. Let's fight super hard. We are kangaroos. Yeah. Thanks, Metal Roo. Yeah. So that's like, that's pretty much everything I remember. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a first for me. Yeah. Might as well be. But I definitely like, I do recall really wanting to see this movie. Yeah. Finally. So finally. I'm glad uh, we can manifest this. What year was it? Doug, did you, did you see what year it was? 97. 97? Oh, wow. wow, that's later. That would make than me would seven years old, oh, one wow. year after okay. I moved to Maryland. 97. All right, 97. All right, well, uh, if you're playing along at home, then uh, you're going to want to find this on a. Uh, some sort vi- of a tube? Uh, some kind of a tube site. You can find it. You can find it on the internet, which is a series of tubes. So, um, yeah, do that. We're going to do that, and uh, we're going to drink some booch and wa- and watch some kangaroos. All right. So let's hop to it. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Listeners, Tom, just with a couple housekeeping things. One, check out Castwave Studios, boldly going nowhere. I'm on their most recent episode talking about all things nerd stuff. It's a, they're great guys, great podcast. Check it out, castwavestudios.com. You can find all their content. Uh, again, I want to thank them for having me on. Also, if you like this week's bumper music, that's the music that's playing underneath me right now. This is Silent Old Mountains. This is the band that Sam Whalen and I were in together and we're talking about earlier on the podcast. If you like how it sounds, want to check out the rest of it, it's Silent Old Mountains. The album is Velvet Raccoon. It's available on iTunes, Spotify. You can find all kinds of their stuff on YouTube. They are great, great guys. I love them dearly. They are my family. So check out Silent Old Mountains. Uh, again, we want to thank Sam Whalen for being on the show today. And thank you all very much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. We are. Oh, wow. We're 
back from the wow. land of Tau. The medallions, guys. Well, if, hey, the medallions. Hey, we find ourselves staring at a can of spray paint. If you ever, <laughs> at any point, are making a movie and you realize, hey, we don't have a way to banish the bad guy. It's probably the medallions. It's just bring out medallions that were never mentioned before. The medallions. <laughs> I didn't even medallions. notice the medallions around most of their necks. Like, it was clear yawn. They were hidden. Yeah. 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 But, okay, so... Where to begin? For those of you who didn't watch the movie, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. The then again, we had no idea what we were witnessing when it happened. <laughs> All right. So, where to begin? I just, I'll just get this out of the way. My opinion... Worst movie we've ever watched for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I it was very endearing to me. Like I said while we were watching it, it's kinda like I bet I would have liked it as a kid. I yeah, I, would have. I can I totally understand why I enjoyed it as a kid. And like like a song that like I like it say like sh- like sugar we're going down by fallout boy came on <laughs> i can't tell you the words to it right now but as if it were on i know every word to that That's song right. if i was sure. singing along right, right just right. like step you knew it was going to happen with this film i didn't remember anything going into it but as soon as it came on i remembered everything. you were there you were in i remember sensory memory took over yeah morio's name is actually ryan Right. Chad's name was actually Brad. Yeah, but for the, our purposes, he, we're going to continue to call him Chad. He's Chad because he was totally a Chad. It's a homophone. Yeah, I mean yes. his character should—he couldn't enunciate. That's my so. favorite Raffi album, homophone. See, oh. all, like it's kind of interesting <laughs> that that uh, Brad Chad had a weird way of speaking, and then Komodo had a weird way of speaking, which I feel like is a completely <laughs> unintentional. <God. different. laughs> Komodo had a, a different way of of existing. Yeah. Than, <laughs> the, my favorite part in the, I forget what happens. Like they they show up to challenge him. They're like, "We're here to take you out, Komodo." And he literally he just like shakes his head and goes. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. He he like really like punctuates his sentences with random yelling. Yeah, and like and words will like linger longer than they have to. Like, don't think thoughts. Don't think. Thoughts. Sam, no, like no, he is fucking out of like crazy out of his mind. Like he's crazy. like perfect example of like someone who like has come to power and clearly like uh, who's the fucking uh, the German king, crazy King Ludwig the second. Yeah. The guy who built Neuschwanstein, the castle oh, that uh, yeah, good. the castle that the Disney castle is based off of. It's a it's a good castle. He was insane. He lost his mind due to but power. He, he was the king. Was he drinking from the Everstream or whatever? Was, was he the, drinking the salubrium? He was drinking the he was drinking out of the river where the kangaroos lived. Shit. In their business. <laughs> okay. So okay. Business stream. So this movie had no idea what it wanted to be or where it was going at any time because there was like this environmental slant where they're like, hey, it's destroying the environment. Yeah. And, but then it's also like, but also, you know, the, the whole virtue thing and like the, you know, hey, don't do stuff just to be cool in front yeah. of other kids. There was like, five kangaroos instead of four. One of them was kind of like the leader. He was the water one, which I like remembered correctly. Yeah. But he... Had left the team of the five other kangaroos, right. or the four other kangaroos, because he had killed. He'd killed someone. Right. And he felt very bad about it. He like had a Batman style creed of no no deliberate murder. Right. And when they when they brought that up and made that apparent, I'm like, oh well, we're not going to meet this guy till way later, and he's not going to join until way later. Something's going to happen where like he like you know he gets convinced. You know, there's going to be some. Oh wait, no. 
Oh, he's, oh, three minutes later, he's back. There okay. he is. And, right, then, yeah. and then he's like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm not going to join. And then another one minute later, no, he's back. Right. It took yeah, about 40 minutes of the movie before we were in the land of town. Before we yeah. even saw the ruse. We yeah. watched a whole slow-mo football game. Oh, my we God. We watched a karate uh, kitchen. What was the karate kitchen? The <laughs> karate yeah, which you don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't, they don't even go back to it. No the they don't even go back to it again. The um, book, the, the important book, the, the MacGuffin of the story comes from Karate Cook. Kung yeah, Fu. Ming. But is it Ming? Ming. Ming. The Kung Fu Cook. And he's like this, I don't know, the kid. Which I guess is, is, it, out there. is it kind of suggested that Ming has been to Tao before? Like, why does he have the manuscript? Well, he says and, ancient Chinese secret way too much for, yes, I mean, he does. I know it's the 90s. but He really does. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, okay, so, okay, so he has, okay, he has a magical Chinese karate friend who does a lot of karate cooking in the beginning of the film, Ryan slash Oh my Mario. gosh, when he has a roundhouse kick to, to turn on the water. Okay, that was good. I did like that. There no, was okay, martial arts. At that point in the film, I'm like, we're in for a treat. <laughs> like, this, is, this movie is good stuff right now. But, okay, and so the guy gives him a manuscript, which ends up being... Very important. Yes. I was right about the water tower sort of thing, but it was yes. just more of a generic factory. It's like a waste treatment. Yeah, it was like a yeah. water treatment plant. Yeah. He falls into water duty treatment. water and wakes up in town. <laughs> he doesn't get caught up in a net, but he does get confronted by rude, black-armored, like, evil guys. Evil guys. And then there's a lot of whimsical sound effects in the fighting that I did not remember a previously. Lot a lot of whistles and boings. Yeah, like boing. So, yeah. And so he immediately meets Yon, which is the, the, the Rue that has absconded because he had murdered, and he is terrified of the Rue. He doesn't do hip-hop dance. He does football dance because... He does karate, though. Also. He does karate. Yeah. Because football is very important to Ryan. In this whole, in this yeah, whole thing, yeah. Well, and yeah, and they allude to like in the beginning, like he's like reading like these martial arts illustrated books. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's like super into martial arts, and he's super into. But there's no morphing. Yeah. There's no there's, lasers. Oh my gosh! They, they make they yeah. take a shot. <laughs> Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Um, Ming says, "Can you believe that there's like elemental warriors?" No lasers, no guns, no morphing. They just no use the power morphing. of no morphing. elements and virtues. Because I know we we just say Power Rangers, but let's remember, they're the mighty, mighty morphin. morphin Power Rangers. And you were right, Tom, about the fact that they did have specific um, virtues that right. corresponded with them. Not that it ever really played a part in anything, except that Yun At one point. was the virtue of benevolence, and he killed somebody. And everyone was like, oh, you think, oh, well, well, wait, okay, Chi... Who wasn't Raphael? He was the fire, Rue. He mm-hmm. was not Raphael. He was more, he was more Michelangelo. Michelangelo. He was more playful. But none of them really had any personality. No, because th- he they, had the virtue of wisdom and got off some pretty good wisdom puns. Yeah. Like, that's, like they're like, True. patience. He's like, that's not my virtue. That's, that's <laughs> not my virtue. <laughs> Mine's a different virtue. Hey, I don't get paid to be uh, a patient. <laughs> I'm a one virtue guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very wise. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, uh, well, so, yeah, so this is, I, I, it was like 30 minutes in, and I was like, hey, guys, it's fucking 30 minutes in, we haven't seen a single fucking kangaroo yet, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And then, once they get introduced, yeah, like, I would say total, like, Yun, who's the, the fifth one, the water elemental, which, 
did you, do you recall him ever like really using water? Water? No. no, I know. No, and he doesn't. His like sword kind of looks like water, and when he finally starts using it, it has kind of like whooshy watery yeah, noises that it makes. So fucking weird. And then, and then he like oh, they have like and Yun probably has like ten lines in the whole movie, and then all the other ones have like a couple random one liner kind of th- like it. Wait a minute. Like, did you just speak, or was that a fart? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that was that was uh, Komodo. No, no, that was Brad. Chad, that was Brad. Yeah, Komodo, Brad, Chad. Same thing. There was a lot of good one-liners in this but, movie. Oh yeah, what was the one I was talking over it? Oh, um, well, they're leading okay. them into this water treatment plant. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm, I'm worried they're going to do some messed up, messed up shit. Like carve their initials into our chest or turn our wieners into hot dogs. We're going to turn our wieners into hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, there's like, what is the, what That's was this weird. movie rated? Uh, it had to have been PG, but like at the same time, he's supposed to. This kid's supposed to be the only one that can read the manuscript. And then when he finally, the bad guy's like, "Okay, read it, read it, read it, read it to me, read it to me, read it, say the words, read it to me." Right, so uh, but when Ryan, he, he looks at it and he just goes, he can't read it. Shit happens. Shit happens. Shit. I just, shit. I just know if I was happens. a kid and I saw it, I would have like. First of all, I know that that's the time that uh, if I was watching it at my friend's house, uh, my friend's mom would have turned it off. Yeah. Really? And she was a stick, she was stickler for language, We're done. especially kids using it. Yeah. Shit happens. Um, but uh, I, I was still dumbfounded by that. Like, wait. Shit, ha- and then like Komodo like repeats it like, shit, shit happens. happens. <laughs> it's like yeah, shit. Like it's it's for a second, weird. he's almost convinced. He's like, <laughs> well, yeah. At first, I, I thought like he was gonna have this epiphany. Like oh, that's it. Of course. Why didn't I think of that? Well, because I'll, he was so batshit and then crazy he already. Jumps into <laughs> you're lying to me. You can read it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was always jumping from super close talking to behind this weird silky. Curtain. Yeah, he's uh, definitely behind a curtain. And spoilers, if you didn't uh, watch it, the 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 woman, oh, the yes. lady in it is she's a she's a sleeper agent. She like, Alicia, Alicia? Uh, okay, Wendy, played by Wendy Wendy Peppercorn. I don't know her actual name. And if you didn't watch the movie, yes, she spent the whole time just lotioning and lotioning and she. Alicia knew exactly what she was doing. She did. Okay, so that's true. She wasn't a sleeper agent. She was just. She was mad because Yan uh, killed okay, her brother. Yeah, killed her brother. Although, yeah, Yan killed her brother. What, was he a bad guy? Like, what, what, must have been. We must have been we a bad no guy. No background. And I guess Alicia wasn't a bad guy at that point because Alicia shows up wearing white, <laughs> wearing white. <laughs> She's like shows up in like a white gown. She can float around. Alicia she can fly. She is like being very nice to Ryan Morio the whole movie. Yeah, and what's even her relationship to the fucking kangaroos? Well, she, and, lives and, and, she lives and, there. She lives there. Can't forget Master Chun. Master Chun. Master Chung. Chung. Is it Chung or Chun? I don't even know. I don't even know because I didn't care at all. All I know is that Master Chun talks about positive and negative kung. Yeah. Yeah, which I and it was either Kung or Kung, depending on Kung whether it was a human or a kangaroo saying it. <laughs> so, like Alicia, like she turns, she's she seems like a good guy. Everyone's like, oh, she's a good guy. But then, randomly, out of the blue, like with no like like context, she's. Dressed completely differently with a low cut dress, changes the hair in Komodo's court. 
and she turns out, oh, she's a bad guy, and she likes drinking the evil juice she, that yeah, is harming the, the environment. The, what was it? Life? Salubrium? Salubrium? Yeah, they oh, made it from the life stream. But like, they it was called about, salubrium? They talk about it so I little. I don't remember that at all. Well, and and they, also, they harvest it it's, with tubes. It's supposed to be keeping the bad guy Komodo young, which, yeah. so that made me think, like, oh, they're going to do the thing where at the end, it, he's going to, like, age super quick. And That'd be cool. And he's, it's going to be, like, the end of uh, The Last no. Crusade. The manuscript uh, that Ryan couldn't read, that the shit happens manuscript, when he hits a full tome filled with many hundreds of pages, for some reason, okay, Master Chung gets murdered by Komodo. That that happens, he does a mighty slice, and Master Chung is, is he is fell. He is dead, yeah. and everyone's very sad about it. So from the other side, he, Obi-Wan, ghosts into Ryan's heart, <laughs> like... And in like a like a theme of this movie, there's one sentence that solves all the major problems, and he's just like, yep. I don't know, listen to your heart, Ryan, or something like that. And then immediately the tome is illuminated, and there's only one page of the whole thing that matters. Man, it's like in the back, and too. it's like <laughs> five five positive kung make one super good time. It's a picture. If you kill someone, it's real bad. And Ryan figures it all out at the very end. He yells. <laughs> To the kangaroos about their medallions that have never been referenced throughout the entirety of the film. Yeah. And then they, tu- they touch medallions. <laughs> they touch, they touch medallions. Down, touch medallions. Touch them. They don't even fit together. They, <laughs> they just, just kind of, them. Yeah. They just tap them. And they turn into large energy beam. At this point, I wish I could say then five giant robots appear mm-hmm. out of nowhere and combine to make one bigger robot because the bad guy has grown very large. But this movie already established itself as very anti-morphin Power it's not Rangers. <laughs> anti morphin Power Rangers. But they Rangers. did morph into light, into into one positive Kung. And I can't stress enough that these are they all have elemental powers. And the only one you ever really get see used on a regular basis is fucking Flower Power Kangaroo, who literally takes out bad guys by raining flower blossoms at them. (laughs) Stupid ruse! Stupid ruse! All the bad guys are really over the top, don't have any sense of volume. I think they're all just trying to emulate Komodo, because Komodo is pretty bad. Yeah, true. (laughs) Do I look good in purple? Like, stop trying to, like, match the energy of Komodo, because mm-hmm. that's just going to... can't. No. Well, then eventually, Komodo does get yes. ended. This is what... Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it looks like he explodes. He, it looks he like explodes. he just fully explodes. He, he turns into hard yeah. magma and explodes. Yes. He doesn't age Portrait of Dorian Gray style. Nope. No. He just turns into magma and explodes. The full special effects budget. The, spe- <laughs> the special effects... <laughs> I don't know. There was, like, oh, a man. couple tricks that they used... Like, over and over again. One of them was someone tied to wire getting pulled very quickly against a wall or a tree. People are flying through the air, getting yeah. punched. They're using a lot of kung fu type the, fighting stuff. Yes. But there's also something about it that, um, like, I know a, a lot of times, if you are if, if you know anything about how movies are made or if you're really looking for it, you can tell when something is, like, on a soundstage. Yeah. Um, but, like, this was just, like... It almost looks like I was watching, like, uh, a play on a very large set. I know. There was only, like, two sets. There was, like, Life Spring area and then Komodo's Lair and then the ruins. And that's the three places they were the whole movie. And the way that the lighting was, the lighting was very, I think, used in a way that it was just like, well, let's let's make these places look like different places by having different uh, saturations of light shine Uh on them. You know what I mean? It was like... 
Oh, man. And the editing. The editing was just awful. Real bad. Can we so talk bad. about the prosthetics on the kangaroos they for a minute? disturbed me. They were way too close to, to falling over the edge into the uncanny valley for me. Just, like, disturbing. Plus, they all kind of looked like Ron Perlman. They did all look like Ron they Perlman. They all looked like Ron <laughs> Perlman. They were all just like Ron Perlman, but, like, furry and, like, really just I like would, off. by the way, I would, I would go see the... Warriors of Virtue Hellboy mashup. Yeah. Buddy. Doug Jones like, was in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Abe Sapien. Yeah, Abe Sapien. Slash the creature from the Sexy shape Fish of water. Creature. Sexy yeah. Fishman from <laughs> Sexy <laughs> Fishman. Thumbs the Shape of Water. But yeah, I guess this is part of his oeuvre as like yeah. a heavily made up gentleman. Yeah, he does yeah. that. And he, he plays the metal Groot style Rue. Yes. Who uh, hasn't spoken ye. because he's seen so much terror? He's yeah. seen a lot. And he, oh, you know, actually, there was one part where it was like it was like getting kind of sad, where they like the they all fall down the the pit, yeah. with all the spikes and stuff, and he's like definitely like scared and freaking out. Yeah, he's like, mm. oh, it was like it was kind of it was sad. Yeah, it was sad. They make it well, no, we it. also see uh, some elemental power be used because a small flame emits oh, yes. from the yes. thumb of the, the fire. The room. one time the fire guy uses any power, fire is yeah, he uses his thumb as a lighter. I guess the only other time we see powers getting used is when they get introduced. Yeah. They're like, here's so-and-so, and and here's their virtue, and here's a cool montage of them doing cool stuff with weapons. I know. That's almost (laughs) the coolest part of the movie. It is the coolest part of the movie. There's sparks and And stuff. For a a fleeting moment during that part when they were introducing everybody, I was kind of like... Oh, this might like at least some of the action and fighting stuff might be kind of cool. Be cool. The action, I say, the action and fighting stuff is cool, but yeah. in the context of the bonkers movie that it's in, it's like. Hard <laughs> but to even really- so, so many parts were just edited so poorly that like it was hard to follow. Plus, we were watching a really horrible version of it. Like, That's true. The audio was off and out of sync, and the picture was real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, frame rates were off. But it's so strange because, okay, like, there's so many strange continuity errors that happen. Like, first of all, like, the manuscript has these brown straps over it, and in the beginning, when when Komodo first gets the manuscript, he takes the straps off of the manuscript to open it, but then later on when Ryan starts dealing with it, the straps are like inlaid into yes. the book and I he just opens up like opens oh, it up. Wow, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then so I was not paying that close attention to this movie. When he when he looks <laughs> when he finally reads the shit happens manuscript and learns that like Five Kung make a positive beam, and if you kill someone, <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> he realizes, and he flashbacks because he watches Master Chung get killed by Komodo. And when this happens, like Komodo, like falls down yeah. in slow motion. I can't elaborate enough how much slow motion there so is in this much. film. Like who's that? What's added the, so much. Time. What's the uh, who's the director that uses the slow motion? Uh, Whoever directed Zack Snyder. Oh, oh yeah. Did he do like Watchmen? Three hundred and three hundred. Right, because that movie yeah. was twenty minutes long. Yeah, I feel like maybe <laughs> when Zack Snyder was was uh, younger, he watched this movie and thought it was great. Wow, I know that was slow <laughs> it down. Like this movie felt long, and if all of those scenes weren't in slow mo, like it probably would have been a great movie. I mean, that football scene. Oh my gosh! It, it's it's so long. watch it just for that scene because it's like kind of hilarious how long the slow mo lingers, and when everyone is so pumped that he got like the everyone's like. Yeah. Yeah. Chad, what, what, who? With the slow-mo, <laughs> slow-mo voices. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, good. That's good. Um, but okay, so he watches Master Chung get killed, and he realizes from this flashback because he saw Komodo fall after he killed Master Chung, 
and and Komodo, they try to give him some complexity to his character, and he whispers in Master Chung's like face, like, I am in hell. How do I get out of this hell? And Master Chung is like, it's in your heart. Master Chung essentially says the same thing over and over again. Fight your battles in your heart. You have to fight your battles in your heart. You made this hell. So he realizes when he reads the Shit Happens manuscript that it's like, oh, he killed. That took his power. But at the same moment... That he says that Komodo has currently multiplied himself into five. <laughs> he's yeah, he is the most powerful he's ever been in the film. That's what I was thinking. Like he lost his power to what? Murder, kill an old guy. Well, as we all know, whenever we kill anything, <laughs> and so living, that's, and then so, we get really tired and sleepy. <laughs> <from it. laughs> so that's why Ryan shows up. He tells them, "Use your medallions," and they're all like, "Oh, of course, we know exactly how to use these medallions." And he starts taunting Komodo, and Komodo kills Ryan and weak, becomes weak. So it's like a perfect, like, I guess it all had to happen like that. Like, if they would have realized the medallion thing without Ryan being murdered, it wouldn't have worked. It would have been too powerful. He would have been too powerful. And, like, why, why is Komodo so powerful? There's a lot. He drinks life juice. He drinks life juice. I guess, and I don't know. Um, <clears throat> sucks it up. All right, so uh, final verdicts. Uh, I know for me, never saw the movie. Having seen it now, um, I'm okay with not having seen it as a child. Yeah. Complete garbage. I mean... Sam, your final verdict. <laughs> I'm, it was a very special part of my childhood, and it is completely clear why. Like, it's, yeah. it's super just digestible action. There's really, like, not that sure. much... There's, like, feigned complexity in it. I still really love Komodo. I still really was, love how ridiculously I mean, ridiculous. over the top Komodo yeah, that, is. It's kind of it's, it's hilarious. It's kind of the best part of it, and like not in like a like I get. I want to say it was a good performance, and I and I guess it was, but it was also just like I, to me it was completely like just uh, like he is che- chewing like just so beyond. Well, we just watched the Phantom, and that guy seemed over the top. Yes, for, and, and then but this was several levels higher over, over the, the top. top. Oh yeah, yeah. Over I the top. I mean, I mean in a word, in a word. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, um, so I'm glad about the place that it has in my life and uh, the memories that I have surrounding Warriors of Virtue. But I will. I do not feel a need to, to revisit it again, ever again. Ever again. All right. Yeah. I. Uh, Trevor. I feel like. I'm glad I watched it so that I could reconcile what I wasn't sure was a real thing in my childhood with, you know, like the random memories of like weird, creepy creatures and powers. But I, I, having watched it, things really did come back. And I remember as a kid specifically when he lights his finger in the, in the death trap tunnel, Mm -hmm. uh, to, and you're like, Oh wait, he does have fire powers. And I remember as a child being like, then use it on screen. I need to see some powers. Yeah. I want to see some cool shit. I love magic. When you have characters that have elemental powers, use you have to them. fucking use them. Use hey, the guys, powers. don't think thoughts. Don't think thoughts. Well, thank you. Uh, I think that closes the book on uh, Warriors of Virtue. Sam. Thanks for being here, yeah, man. Sam, guys, they, like I really had a wonderful time. Where, where can people find you? What's up with Silent Mountains? You guys got shows? Um, uh, Silent Old Mountains, yeah, we're playing shows. I mean, is this going to be coming out next Friday? Yeah, next oh Friday. yeah, March 9th. It's March 9th. It's we March 9th right now. Forgot the listening. date. Yeah, it's March 9th. We're getting this to you live on the airwaves. Um, 
Yeah, Silent Little Mountains will be playing uh, Guido's in downtown Frederick on the 31st. And my other okay. band, The Fun Boys, that Rich Del Grande referenced on yes. last week's episode, The Phantom. Yes, you're welcome. Um, I think Rich Del Grande <laughs> will be there. On, hopefully, wow. but we'll, we'll be playing April 6th at Cafe Nola, and that'll be a, an enjoyable time. You hear time. that, folks? You can, hear, you can meet two now available alumni... Yes, at, it's true. Uh, at, at where on the where? Uh, Guido's, Guido's the 31st, on the 31st? Silent Little okay. Mountains. Okay, oh, okay, same show. Okay, and cool. then uh, April 6th at it, Cafe Nola, the fantastic. fun boys. Cafe Nola, that's in both of those in, in downtown, downtown Frederick, Frederick, Maryland. Downtown Frederick, Maryland, the um, terrestrial base. Awesome. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah th- thank you all for listening. Uh, once again, uh, I, even though they couldn't possibly uh, give us the movie this time, I uh, <laughs> just want to say it. Just got another general thank you to uh, the Record Exchange and Frederick for thank you. giving us movies. Record Exchange! Um, they gave us the movie that we're going to be doing next week, which is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Oh, snap! Wait, do oh, they morph snap! Uh, do they morph in that They film? fucking morph. Right, with medallions. Lame. lame. They don't. They don't knock their enemies out with a touch of a feather. Um, and, there are uh, medallions in that film. And we have our first repeat guest uh, slated for next week, uh, which is uh, Soren Dodge of the Record Exchange. Fantastic. Um, so uh, you won't want to miss that. Also, uh, we have got some content that we want to get out to you guys soon. And uh, Yo, there are, are more sling some tent. Yeah. Some mm. more shows that we want to yeah. add to the annual roster. And uh, if you are enjoying what we do here and would like more of it, uh, you can always go to patreoncom slash the annual and you can donate any amount uh, either annually uh, like, or monthly rather, uh, or a one-time uh, donation and anything you can give us helps uh, or just, you know, keep enjoying as you are now. This was fantastic, you guys. Thanks. I really enjoy this. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. And, Thank uh, you for suggesting Warriors of Virtue. Yes. Yeah, I apologize, you guys. No, no, it's no, okay. I know we'll Not never be able to fault. get this time back. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it, too. And uh, I guess, you know, to take us out, Trevor, hmm. do you have any words of wisdom for our listeners? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So wisdom, which is a virtue. <laughs> oh, high um, wisdom. High wisdom, specifically. Let's just... Talk real quick about tone. <laughs> so let's say you have a shot in which evil soldiers are raiding a village, and and then in, in one shot you just like a whole bunch of soldiers just like it's assumed that they all just stab a bunch of innocent people. Yes, which, don't which in the happened. next breath. shot in the next breath have uh, the funny wily buffalo man fall down and be like, "Oof, ow, that hurt!" Like, oh, comedy. And I, I believe there was a gong sound effect. Boing. <laughs> yeah, there was. There definitely was. Just you know, think about think about tone. What are we doing tone. with this scene? Is it is it tone. sad that the village is being destroyed and that people are getting stabbed, or is it not sad? I don't know. Tone, tone, tone. See you next time. All right, everybody, make sure you change your batteries and your smoke detectors, you fleshies. <laughs> <laughs> Right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. A proper copper coffee pot. Proper coffee pot. The, the human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> the uh, human torch. 